Yo, what's up, man? We're back at another episode of Balling with Reggie. Today, what I want to address is a debate that everybody always has, but nobody kind of have like a clear point, you know? That MJ LeBron goat debate. MJ or LeBron, who's the GOAT? Before I tell you guys what's my choice, I think that the first thing to look at is that what's the GOAT, you know? What does it take to be the greatest of all time? You know, is it just points? Is it just championship? Is it career accolade? Um... How much does your team has to do with your gold status, right? Because we could look at certain team and, you know, if you win all the time and get all the rings, but your team team is made of ten All Star and ten All of Famer, are you? Does that make you the goals because you were the best player of the team, or does that make your team the greatest team of all time? You know, that's something to look at and to think of. You know, and. Is point what matters? Is assist what matters? Or rebound matters? Block? Defense matters a lot? Or does not? You know, MVPs, um, All-NBA first, Olympic gold medal, all, this, does all these things matter, you know? Um, and this made me think and brought me to the point where it's like, hey, you know what? There's two, and we should separate this argument into two different categories. They should be the greatest of all time, which is, if you look at the skills and all that you have to take into account that comes into playing basketball, playing organized basketball, which means there's pass, there's block, there's steals, there's defense, there's points, there's rebound, there's positioning, there's shooting, there's free throws, there's taking charge, um, coaching your teammates, you know, there's all those little things that come into um, that come into place. So when you look at the greatest of all time, you have to look at who is the one player, you know, that he is the best at everything. This is the greatest of all time. You know, I can't. Kobe or Iverson cannot even be on the debate because they were great scorers. Were they great passers? No. So they have to be taken off. You, you just can't be in the debate anymore. The greatest basketball player is someone that is able to do as much close to all as possible. The closest to being able to do it all. Doing it all is not scoring all the points because you can't. Or else Will Chamberlain automatically has to come way higher in the discussion. Is how much different things are you able to do in the court? And how much does your presence impact your team? Right? And that so to say that that brings me to the second category. So you have the greatest of all time, the greatest to do it all. Ever. And the second one should be the gods of a certain point. Why am I saying gods? Because you don't question your God. For anybody that is religious or that what I've been um, 
any type of religion before. You don't question the existence of your God. You don't question is your God right? God is always right, always powerful. And what he wants is what he wants. You don't question it. You don't argue it. You ask why. The answer is given to you. Whether it makes sense or not, you have to believe the answer and that's it. Right? So when it comes to basketball, God, some of the players that we put in the discussion of GOAT actually stand in the basketball God side. Why? Let me tell you that. If you reach the final, or if you lose in the first second of the conference final round, which is the best season? Losing in the final. And reaching the final. We all agree on that. Except when you're a basketball god. This doesn't matter. Because season that you did not win are not taking into account anymore. That's what happened when you're a basketball god. You become a legion. You become a myth. We only focus on what great thing you achieved. We only f- focus on your success. Because once it's time to tell your story, we need to talk about your success. And any failure that we're talking about or failure that makes your success even greater. But we're never talking about failures that are just failures. We're only talking about failure that brought you to a greater success. But never failures will be, your failure never taken as failures. Right? Because it's ridiculous to me that uh, someone that makes the finals is seen as worse than someone that didn't even reach there. Right? If we just take it this way, could you ever go in any sport, any sport, any years ever, and look someone in the eyes and say, the team or the player that didn't make the final is better than the player that made the final? No, makes no sense, except if you're a basketball god. Why and how do you become a basketball god? Your impact was so great. And, the, and when you were good, you were so good. You were so good that when you were good, that now nothing could come and take that away. You weren't always good. But when you were good, you were excellent. You were perfect. There's nothing that could be said about when you were good. And now, let me tell you about some basketball gods. Magic Johnson. Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. These guys are basketball gods, right? You could even put Kobe there as a basketball god. What does all those guys have in common? Their achievement does they, their achievement do not actually outweigh the existence of their failures, but some of their achievements are so great that they discard 
everything else from them. One of them that I will say is not so much of a basketball god, but more so a legion, will be Wilt. Because Wilt achievements are now so great that they lose this value. This is this is this is only Wilt thing. His achievements are so great that they lost value. You score a hundred print, okay, nobody against you should have been. It was good. You you average fifty, okay, the, your your competition wasn't good, right? Then Bill Russell was hit with the same thing. You have eleven ring, you weren't playing against good players. You lose you, when your achievement are too good, you lose value. But yet they're still basketball god because of their achievement. You can't take away from Bill Russell his eleven championship, and you can take away from Bill, from Will Chamberlain his hundred point game, his season averaging fifty and twenty, and all these other things that he has. You just can't take that away. Now, when we go back to guys that don't have that type of crazy achievement, or do they? But are more, or closer to human beings' achievement than anybody else. And we're looking at Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant. Larry Bird was the last of his kind. And it might sound crazy. But it's true. Larry Bird was the last top white NBA player. It was the last one. It was incredible. Larry Bird was a monster. But him being the last white top NBA player to this caliber made him even greater than he is than he was. Him being able to be, hey, you know what? In a time where there was still some racial disparity to an extent, Larry Bird was still dominating the sport, right? Because something that I found unfair nowadays is that you're you're seen as lesser of a basketball player sometimes when you're white. I've seen some of my friends being touched by this impact, right? But a guy like Larry Bird, and I'm not saying that people are racist, I'm saying that the guy like Larry Bird gave hope. He's like, hey, this is a, I have someone in the sport that looks like me. Except if you take away Larry Bird's size, he looks like an everybody uh, everyday guy. Right? So Larry Bird brought this idea of like, hey, I could have an idol here. Right? Uh, this person looks like me, and yet he's doing all this. This is the same impact Steph Curry has with most like kids. So, hey, Steph Curry looks like a regular size individual, but yet he's a top player. So Larry Bird brought that idea of like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm like you. But I'm still destroying the league. I'm still killing the league. So that's like, hey, you know what? I can I can vouch for that. Then you have Magic Johnson. Magic, just by his name, you know that the way where he stands is elevated by the vision people has of him more than the achievements. Even though the achievements were insane. Magic brought 
the flashy basketball back because some back in the day you have some people like Pistol Maravich or Oscar Robinson. There's a lot of players that were trying to be like this, but the sport wasn't there yet. Magic Johnson brought it back. Magic Johnson brought the flash to basketball that now we like, that now it's normal. He brought that back. He created a culture. And because of that, his achievements are great, but they're greater just because he created a culture. And I go back to Larry Bird. Larry Bird has the same impact where trash talking from him was taken to war other level. But the one thing that Larry Bird was doing a lot and that a lot of players couldn't do is that he could back up everything he was saying. You know, so, like, so Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, they brought a culture to the game. Culture that till this day is seen. A dog is Larry Bird. We're looking at Montreal, Patrick Beverly, all those guys now. They take it from bird. That type of I'm a trash talk and you know destroy you still. Maybe even MJ took the bit from bird. You know, they learn from the greatest at this thing. Now, if we move to Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant was a mood. Kobe Bryant was a mood. And his cultural impact on the basketball world. And I'm a Kobe fan. Is way greater than his actual achievements, right? With Shaq's departure, for most of the season, the Lakers were a trash team. Let's just be honest. When as soon as Shaq left the Lakers, for most of their season, they were trash. But Kobe showcased one thing: that hey, you'll take time. I'll be patient, but I'll be back. Right, so now because he went, he came back from 2005 to 2008, seven does not exist, and 2014 and be 2012 and beyond does not exist for Kobe. People will look at his career, and this will only exist. With the more time will pass, the more those years will just disappear and disappear and disappear. They won't exist, and everybody will look at Kobe from 1996 to. 2003 and from 2008 to 2011 that will be kobe's career almost like he retired twice that will be kobe's career everything else will disappear because of this cultural impact that kobe had on the game it's cultural impact that you just can't you you, you, you can't measure right you had a whole generation for two, like 20 years i'll say or let's say 10 15 years that whenever they take a ball in the shoot they'll kobe that's something you can't take away you know, you even have kids nowadays that don't even know Kobe, they would still be doing that. Or if you if you go on YouTube and you start watching Kobe highlight, you're like, what the hell? I'll, who was this guy? You know, this is the greatness that Kobe had with the culture that he created. That work hard mentality. Again, it's new culture. Something new that he brought in. Work hard and never give up. Member mentality. That member mentality will last longer than Kobe's actual career. Then you have the God, the Zeus. If anybody, maybe Larry Bird's Artemis, Kobe is Hercules, I don't know, and you will give them whatever. Michael Jordan is Zeus of basketball. Why? The swagger and the culture impact that MJ had for the sport will never be matched. Because Michael Jordan made basketball 
a profitable sport. Michael Jordan made the NBA what it is right now. One, first and foremost, he raised the level of what Ulster needed to be. Because now, if you if you can't help me beat MJ, I don't need you really. Like my, You're not really that guy anymore. And he forced a lot of stores to become better than they were because the competition wasn't that great. When MJ st- really started to get it on, the competition wasn't that great. But yet, MJ didn't really win much in his career. MJ had six winning seasons as in the entire career. MJ had six seasons where he was a top team in the league. Six. I repeat, an MJ almost 12-year career for only six years was MJ uh, top uh, among among the top team. Only for six seasons was MJ team a top team. For all the other seasons, they were either missing the playoff or they were first-round exitors. For all the other season, I repeat, they were either First round exiters or missing playoff. But for six seasons, MG was the best player and the best team in the world. Non untouchable for six seasons. But for the rest of his career, his team were trash. That's 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 it. But yet those six seasons were so impressive that the rest doesn't matter. I don't care about the rest. Those six seasons were too good. And MG personal accolades were so great as well. But what if MG would have not won win those championships? Would have been working at MG as the ultimate version of Charles Barkley? Or the ultimate version of Will Chamberlain? Think about it now. Or maybe another Jerry West. And then you we bring you come into LeBron. LeBron does not get the gold, the the god status. If ever he'll get it, it won't be retired. When we re- look back at this career, LeBron does not get the god status because LeBron did did not create a culture. Actually, LeBron created one culture, but this culture impacted his the way he was viewed, it impacted this narrative. LeBron created the move of hey empowerment. Players empowerment. This is a culture move that LeBron created. But for fans, what does that mean? That means planified super team by players. MG wasn't a super team. Magic Johnson wasn't a super team. Larry Bird wasn't a super team. Bill Russell wasn't a super team. Will Chamberlain wasn't a super team. How do we look at Will Chamberlain now? Hmm? Will Chamberlain only got his ring when a super, within a super team. Kareem was in the super team when it was in super teams. Think about it, but they got traded to those teams, or they those, those teams were built like that, or their management got players to support them, right? But LeBron, he said, you know what? I looked at MJ, I looked at Larry, I looked at Magic. Those are the pieces that they had to win championship. I'm looking at Kobe and Chad. I'm looking at all the championship team. 
This team didn't have those pieces. This team couldn't get those pieces. Okay, let me let me let me bring those pieces to me. Let me go anywhere I want, and I'll create those pieces. And I and I and I'll create the recipe of getting a championship. The one common denominator, him. Whatever team LeBron went in, made the final. Because of him. Whatever team LeBron went to, made the final only because of him. LeBron, for the first 15 years of his career, could have scored 40 points on any team he played against any night. But LeBron is not a scoring guy. LeBron does not see himself as a scorer. But yet, he's a turtle time scorer. I repeat, LeBron is not a scorer. LeBron does not play to score. LeBron scores if needed. But yet he's so good that he's a turtle time scorer. LeBron didn't this is not the player that played the most game. LeBron is not the player with the longest career. LeBron yet scored way more points than every guy we think were scorers. But one thing that LeBron did that none of those guys were ever able to do. If you look at any guy ever to give you the scoring output that LeBron gives you, there's not a single one of them that come close to LeBron when we're looking at rebound and assist. Not a single one. Every other one had a couple burst out seasons and then they completely went down. But LeBron, diligently, everywhere, is one of the best. The only guys that rebound better than LeBron are guys that are seven foot tall and that their only job was to score and board and take board. Most of them job was only to take boards. The only guy that have more passes that make more assists than LeBron, or that can make more passes than LeBron, are guys that their only job is to do that. The only guys, the, not even only the couple guys, not even because it's not much, the couple guys that have more points than LeBron, are guys that their only job was to score. Anybody that has more rebound than Bron is guys that their job was only to do that. Any guys that has more assist than Bron is guys that their job was only to do that. And I repeat that for you to sink in. Let it sink in. The only people that beat Bron in any category are people that their entire career was built upon that one statistic. They made this. We're all talking about guys that made the Hall of Fame for those specific statistics. Or the only guys that beat LeBron and any statistic. Or guys that their career was made off of that. LeBron noticed that his body was slowing down and he couldn't score anymore like that. So what he decided to do? Let me go down to 25 points a game and 10 assists. 10 assists. We're talking prime Chris Paul, prime John Wall, prime Jason Kidd. Prime John Stockton type of stats. But, except in the case of Chris Paul, doubling the point output of Steve Nash. 
doubling the point output of Jason Kidd, doubling the point output of Rondo. You know, scoring more than Chris Paul. But yet, having as much assist as those guys. LeBron is able to... Was, if you just look at the teams that LeBron made to, brought to the finals, right? And let's say now, compare him to this closest competition. The basketball GOAT, thus Michael Jordan. If you look at Michael Jordan team for his six runs... I bet you off all those players are all of him. If you compare LeBron teams and you look at them now, the Miami team was stacked. The only thing that stopped Miami from getting four chip, five, six, seven injuries. Think about it. When did Bosch, Wade, and LeBron were fully healthy? They got two. Every time the three of them played, they got two rings. They got a ring. And all the other times, they lost in the finals. Finals. They didn't lost anywhere, anywhere else than the finals. Think about the level of greatness that you have to be at. Four. You two only lose, or almost only lose, in the final. You never got beaten in the first round. Never. For longer than most players right now, most players are playing right now do not have a 10-year career. And for Brown, that's the last time he, didn't, he, he, he lost earlier in the finals. The other time, he got injured. And think about the impact that he had when he got injured. Lakers were fourth in the West with Houston, G-State, Spurs, Trailblazers, Denver, Utah, all these teams, OKC. It was four in the West. The Juggernaut G State. LeBron got injured. They're 12. 12. You see how the team is without Bron. Bron went. Carry was a lottery team. Cleveland was lottery. Bron goes back. They win a chip. Against 73 and 19. If you look at doing it all you can't compare LeBron to MJ you can't and this is where it gets funny whatever MJ does not do better than LeBron does not matter anymore for a debate when you compare both players whatever MJ does not do better than LeBron does not count and the only thing that counts with MJ are totals, but yet only the totals that MJ win in. What's your total count of rings? Not what's the resume your resume for your career and win and lose losses. Right? Again, your wins are also dictated by your team around you. But yet, when MJ did not have a team with three all of famers. He didn't pass the first round. I repeat, when MJ did not have at least three Hall of Famers in his team, and sometimes I'll say three Hall of Famers including him at least, so two more, MJ did not pass the first round. I'll just let it sit like this. When MJ did not have two other Hall of Famers in his team, MJ did not pass the first round. 
That's it. Braun. You give any team to Braun. Braun will switch around the pieces. In order for him. To make the championship. And what Braun showcased to you. I don't need the world renowned guy. I need a guy that can do this, this, this. And Brebron is a savant. He understood the recipe of getting a championship. And he understood that, hey, these are the pieces that I need. If you give me those pieces, I'm getting you at least to the final. That's the minimum requirement that Brown will you, you can expect from Brown. He's making the finals. Now the, the next step is, okay, okay, do you win or not? But there's a list that you, 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 you're expecting when you're playing with Brown. Am I making the final? Le MJ career was dictated by how much he scores. Yet LeBron has more points than him. And the regular season. And the All-Star. And the finals. And the playoff. Let that sink in. But LeBron double MJ and assist. And then rebound. Let that sink in. MJ has a bit more steals than LeBron. But LeBron beats him in block. Let that sink in. MJ's whole career was based off of scoring. But yet, except in the average in the regular season, because even in the playoff, LeBron is a different guy in the playoff. Except in the averages in the regular season, MJ does not dominate LeBron in any scoring outputs. I'll let you guys on that. Think about it. Who is the goal? 